0: You found your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans, 1700 KBGG.
1: Good afternoon, welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you, in fact, with you for the next, oh, six and a half hours or so as we got high school football on the airwaves this evening, our Central Iowa Game of the Week. Believe it or not, folks, it's the second-to-last regular season game of the season. Des Moines-Roosevelt still with the chance at the playoffs. P.J. Hedrington has done a nice job with that squad after Eric Link left right before the season began, taking over a job down at Louisiana Tech. Coach Hedrington's done an excellent job keeping that team upright going, and they got a chance. Well, the playoffs start for them tonight. They got a tall order in front of them, though, as they welcome in Ankeny Centennial, The Jaguars undefeated 7-0. They make their way to Drake Stadium this evening. Jerry Pizzetti played a Drake. Great story, him making his way back to his old stomping grounds with his Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. Should be a good one tonight. We'll have the call for you here this evening. 6.30 with the pregame, 7 o'clock kick with Des Moines Roosevelt and Ankeny Centennial. Before that, for the next couple of hours, we'll talk the world of sports with you. And a lot of wagering talk here today. In fact, our first guest, Doug Kazarian, you hear that name, Sports Center anchor, does a lot in the world of sports wagering for ESPN. He's going to join us. Excited to talk with Doug. And I have also heard Doug actually did sports in the state of Iowa. I'm not sure where. Did some research. Wasn't able to find what station it was, where he was in the state. Quad City, Cedar Rapids here, Sioux City, not positive on that, but I do know he did do sports here in the state of Iowa, so it'll be fun reconnecting with him, get a look back at his time in Iowa, how things are going at ESPN, and then taking a look at what I like to look at, what Doug likes to look at. That is sports wagering, and I think he can add a little bit of depth and breadth to things. That'll come up here at 420. After that, we got another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm with Dr. Stephen Fuller. Look to this Iowa game. The Hawkeyes walk into this certainly a wounded unit, and we've talked this week about all the injuries that this squad has sustained, what they're going through. Everybody's banged up. Everybody has differing degrees of injuries at this point in the season. I will walk in, though. Without their starting linebacker, and Jack Hockaday. Without their second linebacker. That's right. Their second middle linebacker, Bonnie Jones, not available for the first half. They will be without again for the second consecutive game. Nick Neiman, who was injured in the final offensive play from Wisconsin in the game a couple weeks ago. You have those injuries in the linebacking crew. Offensively, Ivory Kelly-Martin. Is he going to be able to go? Concussion protocol, keeping an eye on that, or is this going to be a game where there's a lot of Mackay, Sargent and Torin Young? That's where I'm certainly leaning, the tight end position. Deep, outstanding, Noah Fant. You look at the numbers, and I know a conversation a lot this week has been about what we've seen in terms of snap count, the snaps that TJ Hawkinson is getting compared to Noah Fant, and it's a higher number. I don't think anybody would disagree that TJ Hawkinson is a more well-rounded tight end. Noah Fant is that hybrid. He is a tight end slash wide receiver. With the physical gifts that he has, Hawkinson can do different elements of the game and maybe better. It's not to dismiss Noah Fant to one incredible athlete he is. But don't fall into the trap of saying TJ Hawkinson's a better tight end dot, dot, dot. Don't fall in that trap. Because, though the numbers very well may bear that out, the thing that Noah Fant brings, along with that ridiculous athleticism that he has, to the Iowa offense is Noah Fant brings extra sets of eyes. When he goes in motion, they're in man. You're not just seeing the guy keeping his eye and moving with him across the formation. Everybody notices where he is. In terms of what people have to do scheme-wise against a player like this. Understanding that there are certain linebackers we can't allow in man coverage. There are certain safeties we can't allow in man coverage because they'll just post them up and make plays over top of them. You have to work schematically against Noah Fant to understand what you need to do on the defensive side of the football. And if he's not in there, that makes it easier for the defense to game plan and scheme. It's a bigger impact than just what he does in terms of catches, touchdowns, and yards. There's a lot more that goes into it in the impact that Noah Fan has. Guys, I, I have a terrible feeling for Iowa this week, and I was not one of the people. I know this summer this kind of became the, the buzzy game where uh, there's going to be a loss. It's going to come here. I never saw that. This Indiana team going back earlier this week, I went back and watched the BTN in sixty. Of the Indiana Ohio State game, and you don't get the full scale view of things. And I'm also not watching film from the coach's film back behind or anything like that. But it's a good Indiana team. Not great, good. Certainly a lot better than the outfit we saw up in Minnesota last week. Look, the boat rowers, they're drowning up there. Played a lot of young dudes. Maybe Fluck will get it turned around. I don't anticipate he's there for the long haul if he does if he does have a breakthrough season and they go a breakthrough for Minnesota football's 8 and 4 let's be honest but even with that he'll be on the first boat rowing his way down the Mississippi to get out of there this Indiana squad's much better their quarterback for the first time this year I was going to be see a guy that can move back and forth going to be seeing a guy that can make plays with his feet in Peyton Ramsey another element Tom Kaker brought this up earlier today, and it was something I hadn't thought about, but I think it's a really good point. Iowa, for the first time this year, will be playing at the Iowa kickoff, and it it hadn't crossed my mind. Game one against NIU, two thirty. Iowa State a night game. You and I a night game. Wisconsin a night game. Minnesota was a two thirty kickoff. Never even crossed my mind, but the body clock issue, and when you're doing it for the first time, and that's not the case for Indiana. A little bit of a hangover? I'll tell you one thing. I'm playing Indiana in the first half. And I'll probably play them for the game. And we'll do some picks later. Maybe something to be said. An important one, though. Iowa, if Iowa can keep winning football games and everything that they're favored in. They're favored here. They'll be favored next week against Maryland. they are more than likely to be favored on the road at Purdue. Northwestern at home, Illinois, Nebraska at the end. Outside of that Penn State game, they keep winning the games they're supposed to, they still have a shot. Wisconsin goes to Michigan. They still go to Northwestern and Purdue out of the division. And a road trip to Penn State still on the docket for the Badgers. It's not crazy. I don't know if it's realistic, but it's certainly not crazy that Iowa could get it done. We'll check on that and we'll talk about it coming up here in just a little bit. Hawkeye fans, tepid. Cyclone fans, excited? I think you should be. Because I believe Iowa State has a real opportunity to win this game. One thing that I do worry about, and it's not, oh, West Virginia, they got tape now. They they got tape of Brock Purdy. Look out. Not overly concerning to me. But winning back-to-back games against top 25 competition in general is difficult. Got a tweet here from a little bit ago from Austin Narber. Austin Narber, great Cyclone fan. I know he's done some work for some websites throughout the years. How about this? Iowa State hasn't beaten a rake team two weeks in a row since 1973. Now, Jimmy B remembers 1973. Your boy TC does not. 1973. Not only that the only time it's happened last year historic for iowa state beating oklahoma on the road an oklahoma team that they seemingly never beat but to do it against a good oklahoma team and to do it on a road unbelievable the win against tcu two top five wins in the month of october i love iowa state this week i think they can win this game outright i think they're gonna play really well it's funny, though. All of a sudden, you get to a Friday and how your mood and your ideas can change a little bit. I'm not going to tip completely over. Not nearly as confident as I was earlier today with the Cyclones winning this thing outright. Regardless of that, we'll talk about it. We'll break things down. We got a busy 5 o'clock hour. Lee Sterling will be here, as he always is, on a Friday. We'll get Lee's picks. And he has been handing out winners in a big, big way. 4-1 last week. and the week before. His big unit plays have been hitting. You're looking for winners. Lee Sterling, he will provide them, at least hope to provide them, for you straight up 5 o'clock. Also, a little bit later on here this afternoon, Wolfgang will be dropping by to talk Hawkeye, Cyclones, whatever else pops up in our weekly conversations. But no more will it be weekly conversations or biweekly with Wolfgang. If you haven't heard the news, it will be much more than that. New lineup here on 1700. We told you earlier in the week what we have happening on the local scene. Ken Miller and myself, we go to 11 to 1. Jimmy B and TC from 1 until 2. So a three hour block there of local programming. Then on the drive home, our show called The Drive. It'll be me and Wolfgang from 4 until 6 o'clock. Cyclo fans, don't worry. It's not going to be all fanboy radio. We're not going to go all Hawkeye all the time. In fact, I found myself usually ripping on Iowa more than I do Iowa State anymore. Turnabout, I guess, is fair play. We're going to have a lot of fun. Wolfgang brings a unique, different perspective to his thoughts on what he's talking about in the world of sports. I think it's going to be an excellent, excellent time, and that'll be starting on Monday from 4 until 6. So not only what we have lo- happening on the local front, we'll be all sports all the time. No more of this news, sports, talk, hybrid, none of that. Sports all the time. Nationally, CBS Sports Radio, Westwood One, the coverage that we've had of Thursday night and Sunday night and Monday night football, the NCAA tournament, the college games that we have with Compass Media, the Big Ten basketball tournament, college basketball throughout the winter. We have the NCAA tournament, the exclusive rights here on 1700, the Masters, College World Series, and a whole lot more. Maybe a baseball team coming up in the spring. That is still in the works. All sports, all the time, here on 1700. Five hours of local programming from 11 to 1, Ken Miller and myself. From 1 to 2, Jimmy B and TC. And from 4 to 6, The Drive with me and Wolfgang. We have you covered. Plus all the high school sports that we do. Really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be so much fun and continued buying in and continue providing a great service here with everything that we do, with the high school sports and a whole lot more. Pumped up for it. Going to be a great time. With that, due for a break, Doug Kazarian from ESPN. You see him on SportsCenter, you hear him, and his Behind the Bets podcast with ESPN. And he'll join us next, talking, wagering, and a whole lot more. That's on your way as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Back with more on 1700.
0: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough.
2: This report is sponsored by Staples. During Staples printing events, you'll find low prices on a huge selection of ink, toner, and printers. Right now, at Staples. Buy one HP ink and get a second 30% off, so you can stock up and save. And 1013 restrictions may apply. See store or staples.com slash ink savings for details. Staples.
0: Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from Unmet Expectations we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play.
3: That's 729 or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R.
4: Roof it
2: once, roof it right, right, roofing.
1: Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts.
6: The ARL Second Chance Ranch is a safe haven for horses rescued from abuse, neglect, and abandonment. It is also a temporary home for other barn animals waiting for new, loving families. Join us at the main event on October 12th as we celebrate all the barn animals that are currently in our care and all those that have found new homes. Dance along to live music while enjoying dinner among the horses at the ARL's barn and arena. Get your tickets at arl-iowa.org slash main event.
1: You
0: found your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans.
1: 1700
0: KBGG.
1: Try kind and back with you on a football Friday, taking you up until 6 o'clock tonight. And then we got high school football taking the airwaves this evening. Des Moines Roosevelt looking to keep their playoff hopes alive against undefeated Ankeny Centennial. Well, joining us right now, a name that certainly anybody that watches SportsCenter will know well Doug Kazarian. If you're a gambler, you'll probably know him even better with his great podcast, part of the ESPN Network, and he joins us here today. Doug, so happy to have you aboard and that we reconnect here on a Friday. Thank you so much for your time. How are you?
3: I appreciate it, Trent. Yeah, we've been trying to coordinate our schedules, and uh, finally we have it, uh, all the stars are aligned.
1: It worked out. We had this set for a week ago Friday, and then we had thunderstorms, but you should know about storms and schedules and fall weather in the state of Iowa because, well, before you made your way to Bristol, Connecticut, one of the stops along the way was Iowa. Fill us in on the details where Doug Kazarian was and, and your thoughts on the Hawkeye State.
3: Uh, well, I loved it. It's got, always got a special place in my heart because, you know, the old adage is that you grow up in a small town, move to a big city when you're older. Well, I sort of did it the reverse way. I grew up in the heart of Los Angeles, Hollywood, Hills area, and after college, I went to a small town. So I grew up big city, then went to a small town, and that was the Quad City. So my first, essentially my first job out of college, I did do a few months in Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, which is where Mizzou is. But then I spent four years in the Quad Cities working and anchoring for the Fox affiliate out there in Davenport. So, like I said, uh, Iowa is a special place in my heart. I would go to Chicago a lot. I would hang out in the Quad Cities. Went to a lot of Iowa. Iowa games, with, I was there with Brad Banks, and the mm-hmm. Hawkeyes had one loss. So I was, uh, I was definitely immersed in the Hawkeye State.
1: Good time to be around, no doubt. And, uh, well, with it, the Hawkeyes, a very important brand throughout the time. The Quad Cities, though, all right, we're here in the middle of the state. The Quad Cities, a different area. Here, it's all about the rivalry between Iowa and Iowa State and Central Iowa. I grew up in North Iowa. For me, the Gophers are the biggest rival for the Hawkeyes over in the Quad Cities, though, it was Illinois. How was the rivalry between the Hawkeyes and the Illini?
3: It was definitely fifty-fifty split. You're right because you know there wasn't so much Iowa State when I was there, but it was definitely Iowa country because you know Iowa City was only about forty-five minutes away or so. But there was a strong representation of Illini fans, Illini alumni, and uh, I thought it was pretty healthy and it was it was it was entertaining. I mean. Iowa was much better when I was there. with was Illinois, was sort of struggling a little bit. I think it was the Ron Zook years. Mm. But all in all, it was just fun to sort of expose myself to Big Ten football. Having grown up in L.A. and got a school in the Northeast, it was good to experience the Midwest.
1: Well, uh, one of your stops along the way, after your stop in the Quad Cities in Iowa, was in Las Vegas, and there you became immersed in gambling. Help us out, because... I listen to your podcasts a couple of times that they come out throughout the week. You know the wagering side of things very well. You guys do a great job at ESPN Chalk. Explain how this came to fruition. You always been a degenerate. Were you a guy that was making (laughs) squares in third grade? Help us out how gambling became a part of your life. Well,
3: it really did when I was a kid because I have four older brothers, and so sports was a big part of it. Now, I was a big time sports fan, too. Like, I grew up in the Showtime era of the Lakers. So, and then in due time, you kind of hear about a point spread here and there. And my first bet was in third grade, five dollars on the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I lost, and I got killed. But I just love the sort of the the game within the game. And I, I was a big math guy, a major in econ. I just love sort of crunching numbers and having action on things. So I was always big into the betting space, if you will. I tracked it even when I was. Uh, doing highlights in in Iowa. I would you know weave in a point spread if the Rams were double-digit because it was back in the greatest show on turf days. Mm-hmm. So I would mention that the Rams were two touchdown favorites. I just felt like it was an interesting analytic, a metric, if you will, and it just added more context to a game. And then when I got the job in Vegas, it's sort of like that's the home team of Vegas. They always like, oh, there's no pro team in Vegas. No, this was pre-Golden Knights. And it was like, well, there's boxing, there's UFC, and there's sports betting. So I was very involved in sports betting i did a lot of handicapping for the newspaper i gave out a pick on air uh, on my broadcast and then i also hosted a drive time radio show monday through friday where we handicapped games looking ahead to that night's card so I, I did a lot of it and just in due time you you kind of familiarize yourself with the industry you immerse yourself in it and you interact with a lot of professional betters. so yeah i mean I, I was definitely like that was like my thing when i was out there
1: Joining us, it's Doug Kazarian. Behind the bets is the podcast, and you see him on ESPN Sports Center. Doug, you've been incredibly busy. You've been turning out the content nonstop college, NFL. You got the NBA right around the corner. Are you still a football guy, first and foremost, though, or, or do you like to dabble in a little bit of everything?
3: I do a little bit of everything. Look, it's my job. You know, it's funny. You know, it's not like I'm a lawyer trying to bet on football games, <laughs> right. it's not like I'm a plumber, trying to watch basketball games at night. I, it, it, there's a lot of overlap. And now that I'm no longer in the regular sports center rotation, I get to focus some, primarily on betting. It's great. Now, obviously, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. I used to host college games on ESPN Radio for three years. I definitely am, a, am, am knowledgeable about college football. But who you know, we all love the NFL. And then NBA has always been sort of my passion. I mentioned I grew up in the Showtime area. We, I love the NBA. I just Putting in the finishing touches on my man cave, I have five TVs in my livable basement, and I watch a lot of NBA at night, and I just taped the podcast, season win totals, and we're going to post any minute now, and I just, it's just what I love now, college, I just love it all. Like, I really do, I'm a sports junkie, and obviously, being a sports junkie helps when you, uh, like, look at the betting lines.
1: It's a good place to be, no doubt. We're talking with Doug Kazarian here, 1700 KBGG behind the bets, and... In- Let's get into it. Doug, you uh, were the one a few weeks back that jumped me on board as I started hearing you talk about Alabama on the first half, Alabama on the first half. You in general, you're not just strictly, here's the point spread, it's six and a half, it's three and a half, whatever it may be. You like to go deeper, and and it seems like you play a lot of those first halves.
3: Absolutely. You can't just be married to one thing. Like, I always kind of talking when people are like, oh, I only bet favorites or I only bet underdogs. That's just that's just crossing off a large part of the board. If you can find an advantage or betting angle on first quarter, first team to twenty points in a basketball game, or prop bets, like whatever your specialty is, or whatever your angle is, you can isolate it. Now thinking BAM is great and thinking they're gonna roll their opponent, you can lay the wood. That's fine. But if you think they start out strong, then why not bet the first quarter? Just so there's just ways to sort of narrow down your handicap, your logic, your, your rationale into a more specific bet rather than having it a variable in a larger sample size. I hope that makes sense. And now the Bama thing, we figured out that Bama takes out all its starters at the end of the game. Tua has not taken a single snap in the fourth quarter. They have not scored a single offensive point in the final 12 minutes a game until I think last week. So they don't do anything because Nick Saban's a gentleman. So if the first-half line is commensurate with the game line and all those variables at the end hurt the chances of Alabama covering, why not bet the first half, which doesn't have that nonsense? And you get max effort at Alabama, and that's why they're 6-0 against the point spread in the first half. Now, odds makers are starting to adjust, but it's really hard to adjust when a touchdown is worth seven points. You can move it one or two points, but is it moving it enough? I don't know. I just know Bama's laying nineteen or so or whatever it is right now in the first half. It's a lot, but they're covering because they're offense. This is they no longer have the game manager or quarterback. They have this explosive offense, the number one rated QB in terms of power rating and the number one offense in terms of offensive efficiency. So I don't think the odds makers have adjusted enough.
1: Doug, I always call it people know that I love uh I love wagering. I have done it for as long as I can remember. From my parents' owned a bar, I was the one that was putting those squares together. That's why I brought that up. I was the one that was doing that for the big games and the Super Bowl and Iowa games. And uh, all the way through today, but I call it an entertainment tax. I, I realize with the number of bets that I make, I have to have something to go in every single night, that in the long run, I'm not going to come out ahead. What do you think is one of the biggest things, though, that people, hey, I know sports, I can make money at this. What's the biggest fallacy you believe is out there for the recreational better?
3: Well there's two sort of approaches and a lot of times we blur the lines. You mentioned the word entertainment. There's an entertainment component to this. This, you know, betting a parlay on a college football Saturday is the same as paying for a bucket of beers. Mm-hmm. You're not going to win money with that bucket of beers, but you're going to get enjoyment out of it. So it's almost like you're spending money on a parlay rather than losing money on a parlay. Now when you shift that needle towards the I am, you know, trying to make money, that's all about the bottom line then those lines are blurred. It should be, really be like 10x. Like, the bets you make that you try to win money are like should be like 10 times what you're doing in a recreational $5 bet or whatever it is. And I think that sometimes gets carried away. And I think it's really, like, discipline is the most important thing. Like, money management, that's something I've had trouble lo- learning all since going back to when I first started. It's 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 also like, don't get consumed with the Monday through Sunday sort of ledger, if you will. Like, You can win a lot on a Tuesday, and if you don't like another bet the rest of the week, don't bet. Um, Don't be just married or you have a lot of winnings. You have have house money to play with. It doesn't work like that because when you lose early in the week, they're not giving you back money when you're playing with house money or whatever it is. So I I just think it's a grind, and if you look at sort of the stock portfolio, the long-term blue chip stock is like a steady incline up, whereas the gambling world has sort of the heart rate, the up and down, and you just hope that, that that macro up and down line is trends upwards, and I think you just have to get comfortable with losses in a day. No one wins every every week in football. You want to win maybe ten weeks of the sixteen week football season, you'd be doing really well.
1: Doug Kazarian behind the bets from ESPN joining us here. Doug, we'll let you go with a couple of quick hits on some games this weekend on the local front. Weird point spread with Iowa and Indiana road trip for back to back weeks for Iowa opened at four got down to three and a half right away, then went up to six. Now it's back down to four today. This thing's been bouncing all over the place, taking away this individual game. What do you read when you're seeing that much movement with the point spread?
3: Well, it depends on a lot of things, right, especially this time of year. Weather could be a factor. Injury could be a factor. And then there's all sorts of, uh, you know, we've seen things called head fakes, right? Mm -hmm. Because early in the week when the pros bet, that money is really respected. So the odds makers are more likely to move the line based on those bets and the limits are lower. So knowing that a pro better might bet on one side of the game to get the market to move. So later in the week, they can come over the top with the mat- with higher, higher limits. And that's just one example, or they could have taken a, a syndicate play or whatever it is. There's, there's a lot of variables. It's really specific to a certain thing. Sometimes a house player, a house player is not a professional bettor, so it's not that respected, but they have big limits because they're not, quote-unquote, a sharp. They're just like a big baccarat player or pie gal or blackjack player, and then they want to bet on the Giants that night. You have to take their huge bet, and it's not a pro better, so they take it because they don't respect it. They're not worried about that dictating their bottom line that particular night, but they might move the number a little bit if it's like a high-profile game, so to speak.
1: Doug, uh, final thing for you. Sports wagering is going to be coming here to the state of Iowa, hopefully sooner before later. I'm hopeful, at least by next football season, we will have it here. The widespread, though, the state-to-state after the overturn of PASPA, what it means to you and, and what you do at ESPN. You mentioned not doing SportsCenter nearly as much as before. You're doing the podcast and a whole lot with ESPN Chalk. Because of all that how far are we going to see the ESPNs, the FS1s of the world, dive into the world of sports wagering?
3: I think anyone who answers this question with 100% certainty is lying. No one knows, and everyone's figuring it out as we go along. You know, there was a piece I just saw that the NFL is allowing other leagues, like the NBA, to be sort of the first. They don't want to be the leader, they want to be the follower. And I don't blame if other networks are like that. I know FS1 has a daily show, a weekday mm-hmm. show, and that's fine. We have content on ESPN+. Plus. We're figuring it out as we go along. I don't think it's going to change our game broadcast that much. Sports Centers definitely embrace sort of the metric component to it. When, when there's a big upset, we let the Vegas point spread sort of add another element and put that in perspective. It's not just win probability, What was the live line on a major comeback. So there's there's a lot of smart ways to do that, and we've been doing that a while. You mentioned the chalk base, ESPN chalk. We have a fantastic crew out there, and we're doing a nice job with it. I think if we treat it professionally, I think it's a win for the betting world because it just brings more credibility when ESPN treats it in a respectful manner, much like when Adam Silver was on the dais with the head of the MGM. Just sitting side-by-side side with a sportsbook head just sort of validates that betting sphere. So I think it's important in general that the TV world doesn't approach it like a bottom-feeder, degenerate sort of space. It's more like this is interesting. This is a big business. There is a potential revenue for local municipalities, but I also think there's an analytics thing. Haralobog Valgaris getting hired by the Dallas Mavericks, the world-renowned professional better in the NBA world, and the fact that the Mavericks want his his data and and are open-minded to that moneyball potential is really important. Just all the chalking up wins for the betting world. People love to bet. We do it every day with lottery tickets, with fantasy football, whatever, this is another component to this. I think in 15 years, we'll look back at this and laugh, um, but we got to get there. And as TV networks move forward, they're figuring it out as they go along because there is a stigma, blah, blah, blah. But in due time, it will be fine. Like You and I can throw around the term PPR on radio, and everyone knows what that is, but five to eight years ago, we didn't know what right. PPR meant for Fantasy League. So in due time, we'll be mentioning buying a half point here and there, and we'll know what that means We're just not there yet in terms of the widespread understanding of it, but I think we're smarter as a society, smarter as a sports fan base in understanding the point spread and what it all means. So I think everyone's progressing at their own speed according to their own appetite. But in due time, I think we're going to get there, and that's definitely connected to the rate at which states uh, legalize sports betting.
1: Well, I'll do my part here in Iowa. You do your part out there, and we'll meet in the middle sometime, Doug. (laughs) Yeah, we're both doing the Lord's work in that work, In that right. regard. That's right. <laughs> hey, appreciate your time so much. And one thing, uh, listening to you, you understand middling very well. I'm going to need your help. Next time I got a big ticket, I always <laughs> screw it up. So we'll get you on sometime when I actually have a, a winning ticket in the future. We'll see if we can find a way to middle this thing.
3: Let's go for it. I, I appreciate it. Um, you got to get lucky, but sometimes, you know, there's a reason, you know, you got you to catch a break here and there. No doubt. Thank you for your time today, Doug. You got it. My pleasure.
1: Doug Kazarian from ESPN. Behind the Bets is the podcast. Download it. Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever you use for your podcast. You can find it there, Behind the Bets with Doug Kazarian. A big thank you to him. Taking a break. Coming back on the other side, we're going to talk some Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Dr. Stephen Fuller, the Hawkeye Swarm. Before that, we're talking with Matt Nelson from Wide Right Natty Light. Talking Clones, West Virginia next on 1700.
0: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG.
1: Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com.
7: Overnight tonight there could be some patchy fog with partly cloudy skies and a low near 38 degrees. Saturday will be partly cloudy early, then increasing cloud cover through the day and a little milder with a high of 57. I'm Local 5 Meteorologist Brandon Lawrence.
2: We replaced our porch light with a Maximus security light. Maximus gives us instant notifications on our smartphone when someone's at our door. Even talk live with them from anywhere, anytime. Maximus was easy to install and keeps our family safe. Get your own Maximus security light at Costco.
1: Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website ads-doors.com that's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rayner and CHI then contact us for a free quote advanced door systems the right door the right way
8: McDonald's presents Bad Luck Brian
1: a while back my yearbook photo went viral and I became the face of bad luck the internet made millions of memes about me like saying I'm an only child but still not the favorite
8: He's about to play the new Trick-Treat Win game.
7: All right, I want a free Egg McMuffin.
8: If he's lucky enough to win, you're lucky enough to win. Hurry in and play Trick-Treat Win. With one in four odds of winning instantly, you won't need luck. No purchase necessary. Ends October 31st, 50 U.S. and D.C., 13 and older. Rules at participating McDonald's, mostly food prizes.
6: By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking
7: the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the
6: smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kidda's smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. And had it not been for that
4: carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed
6: my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kidda makes technology that saves lives.
0: Get these essential products at the Home Depot.
6: their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
7: Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply.
2: Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbendale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbendale, the way to grow your business 3368 100 street in urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale
1: the rookie is central iowa's leader in sports cards collectibles supplies and memorabilia the rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards for brands such as tops upper deck and panini whether you're starting a new collection or building your own the rookie has all your needs from football basketball baseball hockey ufc and more It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com.
5: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
0: It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 B G G.
1: Welcome back, Trent Connon, with you on a football Friday. We've talked uh, a lot already in the program. A big thank you to Doug Kazarian from ESPN for stopping by and joining us, and thank you for Zuba Mahente for the assist on that one, hooking us up with the conversation with Doug. Right now, we're talking Iowa State Cyclones as we are joined here on 1700 by our old friend Matt Nelson from Wide Right Natty Light. Matty, What's happening?
9: Hey, Trent, I'm uh, a whole lot just enjoying my chilly, uh, very chilly Friday afternoon.
1: It's, uh, yeah, a rough one for you. Are you working out in the fields? Is it too wet? What's going on for you?
9: Yeah, I, I have been out in the fields. Not this week, though. With with the rainfall, it's been uh, been kind of a, a strange harvest season, and we're supposed to get snow in places uh, potentially over the weekend, so not going to improve any time soon.
1: Oh, not good at all. Well, that just means more time to uh, sit, though not in the grass lots and tailgate on Saturday as West Virginia comes to town. Matt, I've been saying all week, I, I love these Cyclones chances in this game. Think they have a great opportunity in front of them. What concerns you? I, I know as most are op- optimistic about this team after what we saw from Brock Purdy. What concerns you most on the other angle when you look at this West Virginia team?
9: You know, it's a great. You know, kind of great question. I'm glad you started there because I feel like after last week, you know, things went from disaster season to all of a sudden bowl game, you know, after one game, and it's best to kind of check back in with reality. So um, a couple things that really concerned me. So the first, uh, definitely Will Greer on the offensive side for West Virginia. So I think everyone's familiar with, you know, Will Greer, the, the Heisman candidate. I'm not sure anyone is actually, you know, you hear the talk about him, uh, I don't know if anyone's actually looked at his numbers. He's got 21 touchdowns already through, um, I believe they've played five games, uh, which is wild considering Zeb mm-hmm. Nolan is Iowa State's touchdown leader on the season at four. Uh, mm-hmm. I, of course, tied with Mr. Purdy. So, uh, Will Greer is definitely an incredible quarterback. Um, I think you've also got to be concerned with uh, with Iowa State's offense. And, and not for the reason we were concerned before last week's game, uh, I guess the concern is really more of uh, you can chalk up to optimism as well. Uh, what, what happens to Iowa State's offense? Uh, does uh, you know, having film on Brock Purdy help West Virginia prepare? Oklahoma State was clearly not ready for that. Um, or does, uh, does Iowa State's offense continue to look explosive? Uh, I think uh, that's maybe a, a concern as well as just something to watch on Saturday.
1: you got a magic number. What do you think it's going to take to beat this West Virginia team? Yeah, I think it's
9: 35. Um, not that there's anything uh, concrete or set in stone about, about that. It just seems like uh, Iowa State really is competitive in games when they score uh, upper 20s, low 30s. And I think that's the formula when you look at last year, when you look at other games that they've won. You know, when Iowa State got in that stretch last year where they really couldn't score, Trent, you know, you had that, that low-scoring win against TCU, but you lost uh, a close game to West Virginia where Iowa State, I think West Virginia only scored 20 points to get the win in that game. Um, so we know that West Virginia's got a, a capable defense. They were supposed to be bad this year, and they've been a little bit better than advertised. I think Iowa State's got to get into the 30s.
1: One more for you as we're talking right now with Matt Nelson, wide right, Natty Light, getting a hit on this matchup with West Virginia. You know, Iowa State, the night game element, it's been such a clunky season. How fired up is this fan base to have a full day to tailgate and have a big opponent to go along with it?
9: You know, I hope the weather doesn't take away from it. It actually should be sunny and in the 50s, which is probably about all you can ask for for October tomorrow. But you're right. This clunky is probably the best adjective I've heard to describe this season. Um, And you would, I mean, I know you're a Hawkeye fan, but you would agree this is not a season any fan wants to get off to the start of. Um, And uh, I I think you've got to be pumped. It's it's a game that reminds me a lot of TCU and and Jack Trice Stadium last year, and uh, I fully expect that the Jack will be rocking tomorrow.
1: Good stuff, hey, Matt. Enjoy it tomorrow. It is a 6 o'clock kickoff with West Virginia. We'll talk again soon when we got a little more time, all right?
9: Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Hopefully I'm, I'm more available the next time we want to chat, and hopefully we're talking about a Cyclone victory next.
1: Sounds like a plan. We'll do it next week. Thanks, Matt. Matt Nelson, wide right, Natty Light with a look at the Cyclones as they get ready to face off against West Virginia. Dr. Stephen Fuller joins us right now for a Hawkeye Swarm presented by Fuller Family Dentistry for Iowa 48-31 win over Minnesota over the weekend. Doc Fuller up there in Minnesota. Uh, I certainly enjoyed myself. Maybe had one too many grain belts before the ball game, and then maybe another two or three during the ball game. but it was a lot of fun. I always enjoy that trip north, and now with the outdoor stadium, I like when this game is in uh, early October as opposed to late November because there's been some cold ones since they moved to TCF Bank.
4: Oh, it's been brutal. I mean, uh, you can be up there. uh, That one year I was up there and the temperature dropped and it was halfway, it was kind of misty, but it was sleety and then blowing right in your face. Yeah. Yeah, and that was brutal. I was like, yeah. Why did they ever, ever rethink uh, moving out of the Dome?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a much nicer stadium, admittedly, than the Metrodome. But, yeah, the, the Dome and the roof and knowing that you're, you're going to be in there in 70 degrees and uh, it was a lot better of experience, at least in, in terms of the sheer number of Hawkeye fans that could get up there throughout the days. Iowa jumps out to an early 14 nothing lead. We saw yet another fake field goal. What do you think of, of the newest play call they're calling Herky?
4: Well, they just got to come up with one that's called the Swarm and we'll be really happy. Ah, um, ah. <laughs> but, uh But, yeah, that was sweet. I mean, uh, not only did they catch uh, Minnesota off guard, but, uh, you know, uh, totally caught me off guard with, with the crowd. Uh, that probably brought them to their uh, knees on that uh, play.
1: Well, I, I think there was a lot of confused looks, uh, what was going on in, in the snap. Of course, the, the you had the snap part of it that didn't go between the center's legs, so that was confusing. It was uh, it was just crazy all over the place.
4: I bet it was. I bet uh, the Iowa fans went nuts when they called that a touchdown.
1: Well,
5: but
4: uh, that's you know earlier in the day, I, Ken and I had talked, and I I told Ken if I was Ferentz, if I won the coin cutoff, mm-hmm. I'm going with my defense first, and then my offense. Let my defense set the tone, and uh, let my offense kind of get settled in. Now, this week, if I'm Kirk Ferentz and I win the toss, I'm putting my offense out there because I don't want my defense to be out there any more than what they have to be because Indiana is a passing team.
1: They can do it both, and they got a good running back in Stevie Scott who is big, Physical, we saw Amadi Hooker out there playing outside linebacker. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that against a good offensive line from Indiana and a 240-pound running back. I don't know if you can get away with Hooker playing outside linebacker against this Indiana team. Uh,
4: not consistently. Yeah. Uh, you know, he just doesn't have the size, and they're going to have to figure, you know, something uh, to help him out uh, because, you know, he's not going to be able to take on a tight end, uh, you know, very many plays, let alone a, a big offensive lineman.
1: You know, Doc, as you look at this matchup for Indiana, a lot of people have this circled a trap game, and something like that. Do you believe in the, in the trap game element, the road game? It's a sleepy environment over there in Bloomington. How concerned are you overall about this game? Well,
4: you know, Indiana's always tough at home. Uh, I've seen many a game where you know we we got up on indiana and uh, and only to have it uh you know we lose the brass ring at the uh closing minutes so you know if indiana starts clicking we got troubles i mean uh and just because of our injuries and things like that now 2 weeks 3 weeks ago would i have said that no cuz we were you know we were basically starting to hit on all cylinders mm-hmm. we need you know, some healing time. But uh, I still think we're going to pull this one out. I mean, you know, you look at uh, uh, Indiana's quarterback stats, Peyton Ramsey. You know, one thing that glares out at me is the five interceptions with only five TDs, 11 TDs. You know,
1: so... Only 11? That's that's more than Nate Stanley has. Well, he has 11 touchdowns, but five interceptions, you know,
4: and... uh, his two year career at Indiana, he has twenty one touchdowns with ten interceptions. So he can do he can put up some numbers. We gotta contain him, but uh I like that I got that circled on my sheet, five interceptions already. And last year he had five for the entire season.
1: Stanley's at nine and four touchdown to interception ratio by comparison. The other thing about Ramsey though is he can run. He is a true dual threat and for the first time this year That's what I was going to see a true dual threat quarterback, something they haven't seen to this point.
4: Well, and to that degree, you know, what I may be, if I was Parker, I would look at putting one of my linebackers who could be fast enough and possibly do that on occasion. And we saw him earlier in the year as a a linebacker.
1: Dr. Stephen Fuller joining us right now. Fuller Family Dentistry as we talk Iowa Hawkeyes with this week's edition of the Hawkeye Swarm. Doc, uh, from football, want to get some basketball. We saw Basketball Media Day on Monday. We saw Thursday. We had uh, Big Ten Media Day on yesterday. What jumps off when you look at this Iowa basketball team?
4: Well, you know, uh, where they finished last year, if we can launch at approximately that level to start the year and continue it on through, I think this team could, you know, you know, turn some heads and uh, make some noise in the Big Ten.
1: You need a defense. Largely the same group back. Weath Camp is certainly going to help, but how do you turn around a team on the defensive end when you bring back largely the same group of guys?
4: Well, it's got to be, you know... Now, I think with a, a year together, they've got to start talking more and helping each other out on defense. You know, it's they just can't leave their man and or fall asleep playing defense. I think uh, you know with Bohannon, one more this last year under his belt, I think you're going to see him take a little bit more charge. And I think Cook, I think Cook is going to step up and become that team leader that we really you know, didn't really have throughout the year last year.
1: Certainly want to see that, and we will uh, check on that going forward. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry, the Iowa Mission of Mercy completed last week in Sioux City and uh, ramping up for 2019 with that. But before then, people want, maybe uh, haven't been getting a checkout in a while with the dentists. Tell them what you can do for them at Fuller Family Dentistry. Oh, we
4: can do it all. I mean, uh, we focus on preventive-type uh, dentistry, and, uh, you know, we gear our practice more towards that, and, but we can do crowns. We can do, you know, we can replace teeth, and, and uh, but we try to help you keep your teeth so we don't have to replace those teeth and, you know, basically try to prevent uh, large fractures of teeth. So, we can do it all. Um, we have two locations in Des Moines and Altoona.
1: Awesome stuff. Dr. Fuller, we'll talk to you again next week. You have a good weekend. There's Dr. Stephen Fuller with Fuller Family Dentistry. The Hawkeye Swarm here on 1700 KBGG. We get the break. Iowa, Indiana coming up. That's an early kickoff. 11 a.m., the earliest kickoff for the Hawkeyes this year. Does that play a factor? Trap spot. Ramsey, a quarterback that can move. I got concerns.
0: The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700
2: KBGG. This report is sponsored by Staples. During Staples printing events, you'll find low prices on a huge selection of ink, toner, and printers. Right now, at Staples. Buy one HP ink and get a second 30% off, so you can stock up and save. And 10-13 restrictions may apply. See store or staples.com slash ink savings for details. Staples.
8: The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Company. Motor Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to 4 grand on a nicer newer car or rally your party for just 10 bucks down. Cast your old ride right aside and vote for a nicer newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be. My one and only for the people credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer newer car and save up to 4 grand or just 10 bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clement and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Vehicle purchase price, specs, actual discount, all terms subject to approval, some minimum requirements.
1: Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer, PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at Champions.
7: Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you are selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign and lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at CharterhouseIowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's CharterhouseIowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply.
0: This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team.
6: These colors? uh, These colors mean everything.